This is Ari Kaplan, and I'm speaking today with Kiwi Camera and Neil Etheridge, CEO and Vice President of Marketing, respectively, for Disco, a cloud-based e-discovery software provider. Hi, gentlemen. How are you? Very good. How are you, Ari? Great. So, Kiwi, tell us about your background and the genesis of Disco. So I'm a lawyer by background. We built the first version of Disco in 2012 at uh, the litigation boutique I used to practice at um, here in Houston, Texas. We initially built it as an internal tool for the firm's clients and then spun it out in January of 2013 and started selling to the public. So it's a bit of a classic case of building software um, to solve the problems that we had using legacy tools like Relativity and Clearwell. How did you make the decision to offer it more broadly than just at the firm? Well, you know, it's interesting. We developed it uh, initially for one corporate client um, that was a, a very big company but not very litigious and so wasn't um, used to the realities of uh, e-discovery technology and, and e-discovery expenses. And everyone at the firm just absolutely loved using it on matters for this client. So it started spreading to other clients at the firm. And really, the big selling point at that uh, time was performance, right? We were tired of super slow searches, super slow documents, and legacy tools. And we had something that uh, really wasn't very feature-rich at the time, but it was blazing fast. Um, so we saw how much the lawyers at the firm um, enjoyed using it and the thought that there would be a, a butter market for this kind of technology. Neil, how is technology of this type influencing how law is practiced today? The big change that we see with technology like, list, uh, with like Disco is getting lawyers back in the applications themselves and getting them back in the document. If you look at the e-discovery market over the last decade, it has shifted from uh, really trying to quickly understand facts and evidence, and instead it's moved to this laborious process of having to get documents ready to produce to the other side. And I think what you've seen in that is a trend where it's an activity that people didn't want to do. They want to get out of doing it as quick as possible. And with Disco, we now see you know, senior associates and partners jumping back into the application and being hands-on with the data because it's really giving them immediate and simple access to trying to find those key facts, right? Going back to really finding core evidence in the data that you're looking at. Kiwi, you advertise a predictable single-line item billing. How does your model differ from your competitors? So I think anyone who's been in the e-discovery space is used to getting uh, service provider invoices that look like cell phone bills, right? There's a line item for processing, maybe another line item for ECA, another line item for analytics. There may be separate line items for you know, OCR, or duplicate detection, or near duplicates, or predictive coding. There's line items for stamping, for productions, for user fees, so on and so forth. Um, and quite honestly, Ari, when I, when I was on the other side of the table um, as a buyer of this kind of stuff, I had no idea what those line items meant or were for, um, and I certainly had no understanding of how to predict how much my project would cost um, over its life. And so what we've tried to do 
at Disco is have a billing that's uh, very easy to understand because it's simply X dollars per gigabyte per month uh, billed on the size of the data as you send it to us before expansion. And so what that lets a lawyer and a client do is you know, take the hard drive and plug it in and see how big the data is in Windows Explorer, multiply by 40, and there's your bill for the month um, guaranteed. So the idea was to get away from this, you know, what the heck am I paying for, to a model that's uh, very straightforward and predictable for lawyers and their clients. And I think just to add one bit to that, Kiwi, is the expansion part is really important. Right. All too often, you know, from a client side, they would see, hey, I've got 100 gig of PSTs, and yet suddenly you've got an invoice that's talking about 250 gig of email. And it's our belief that if, if your model is about transparency and predictability, uh, you need to be able to understand, if I gave you this much data, that's what my invoice will look like. And so we think this is creating a real shift in the marketplace that is, is long overdue. So Neil, are law firms using your technology beyond e-discovery? Uh, in, in some ways, right? So if you look at Disco as it stands today, it is a, a document discovery platform. But what you do see are some other use cases um, that it is, it is applied to. So in addition to that traditional you know, review documents for production, uh, we also see it being very heavily used for things like internal investigations. Because if you think about the comment I made earlier, if you've got a platform that is built for quickly getting to the facts and quickly finding evidence, internal investigations are a great example. Uh, if you look at the, the broader goals of DISCO, uh, we believe that the, the legal marketplace is missing a, a true kind of next generation platform for the entire practice of law. Uh, today is a very fragmented market with lots of different you know, uh, bespoke solutions that are loosely tied together, if tied together at all, to, uh, to replicate what other industries have as a true kind of cross-spectrum uh, cross platform. So uh, I think we have some very ambitious goals here at Disco, but yes, long-term, long it's uh, extensively beyond e-discovery. Kiwi, given what Neil just mentioned, what makes your technology particularly unique? You know, I think what makes Disco unique is combining really deep, world-class engineering talent and the level of investment in engineering and development that uh, isn't common in the industry with an equal focus on ensuring that the technology we ship speaks the language of lawyers and works in a way that is absolutely intuitive um, to them. So just to give you kind of a few examples about what I mean, there's a lot of talk about cloud technology today, even from some of the big incumbent players. But very few of those platforms actually leverage the cloud to do things that are impossible on on-prem systems. So things like elastically scaling compute so that we can ingest 100 gigabytes or a terabyte or 7 terabytes and it takes the same amount of time. Things like being able to deliver instant search and instant document navigation on 125 million documents in a single database. Right? There's just magic like that that isn't possible if all you're doing is airlifting legacy software and running it in Microsoft Azure. You really have to take advantage of building things in the cloud natively. So that's on the technology side. 
I think equally important, though, is on the design side, right? We invest a lot of time and money um, in this process that we call Law Review, which is a meeting that happens every Monday afternoon uh, at headquarters where all the former practitioners um, at DISCO, right? So these are former partners and associates at major law firms get around the table, and engineering comes and presents first feature ideas, then second fully designed uh features, so mops of the features, and then actual working product. And Law Review has to sign off at each of those stages um, before the feature is allowed to move forward ultimately into production. So the result of this is anything that you see um, in the disk of product has been vetted multiple times by a group of senior practitioners um, to ensure that it really speaks the language of uh, lawyers. I think the, the last point that I'll make is um, if you look at the way we approach partnering with a law firm or a corporate legal department, it's quite different from a lot of other vendors in the space. We view our goal not as just delivering technology, but as helping our customer improve legal outcomes in a measurable way using technology. Right? We believe in forming deep partnerships with these people um, to give them access to the kind of team of engineering and product talent that we have to deliver a kind of a level of responsiveness and of rapid innovation um, that frankly is new to the legal industry um, and that our customers have been, I think, delighted by. And Neil, how do you distinguish your marketing and messaging given the unique nature of the technology that Kiwi described? Well, I think Kiwi actually um, covered a fair amount of the way that we, we look at our company and the way we market that to the outside world. Uh, even if you look down to our, our logo, we, we believe in, in the core of our business and equally our message that we bring together these two very unique components that traditionally are not brought together which is just top-tier, amazing engineering and architecture and design matched with that very deep legal domain. And when you bring those two things together, you know, really great things can happen. I think the other part as we look to the market is there is a changing of the guard. Uh, in the same way with any technology, uh, there is you know, the technology adoption life, life cycle and new technologies moving in and out. You know, if you were to look to, say, the cell phone business, we all remember the time when we would be using a Nokia phone and playing Snake and how rapidly that got replaced by Blackberries. And then in turn, how the iPhone and, and similar devices completely created another changing of the guard. And these happen typically when there is a fundamental shift in technology or in ease of use uh, or in value. And if you think about disco, we really drive uh, drive the industry forward in all three of those areas. And so, uh, you know, we believe that where there was, you know, summation once upon a time, then concordance, and then relativity, that the market is at that that inflection point again, and a changing of the guard is is on the horizon. So, Kiwi, on that note, where do you see the e-discovery software sector headed? I think there are a few safe predictions. I think even the legacy vendors in the space have now admitted that cloud and software as a service is the future. Um, and that's you know an admission we very much like because we have the largest and most mature cloud and SaaS e-discovery platform um, in the space today. So that's macro bet number one. 
Number two is I think you will see a transition away from tools that require a very heavy services and integration layer toward tools that lawyers and case teams can use directly. So much more of a deep partnership between technology vendors, corporate legal departments, and law firms to design technology that folks in those organizations can use directly uh, to improve legal outcomes. And then I think the last point is, um, if you look at the trajectory of our good market, I think it's safe to say now that Disco is the next generation a vendor of choice for litigation boutiques, which were the first segment um, that we really uh, went after. So any, any of those uh, shops that's considering switching, we're going to be on their list, and, and um, we've grown that business, I think, fivefold over the past um, two years. What we're seeing now is the relationships that we've had that are historically very transactional with the AMLA 200, getting a case from two partners or four partners or eight partners or a practice group, those relationships are now maturing to the point where entire AMLA firms are switching to Disco as their default solution. Um, so that's happened several times. Uh, we've got um, quite a few more to announce uh, over the summer, and I think you'll just see that trend continue to accelerate um, as the larger players in the space uh, make the jump to the next generation of technology. This is Ari Kaplan speaking with Kiwi Camera and Neil Etheridge, CEO and Vice President of Marketing, respectively, for Disco, a cloud-based e-discovery software provider. Gentlemen, thank you very much. No right, problem. You. We, I like your announcement voice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>